Sports, Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show. With Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Good afternoon. I'm hearing echo. Where am I hearing echo from? I got echo going on. Let's see if that fixes it. Hopefully that fixes it. There it goes. That'll fix it. It's gone now. The echo has dissipated. I have anticipated dissipation for some time. How about disappointment? No. No, no disappointment. No, no, no. I never anticipate disappointment. surprises me we welcome you to the presentation today boys and girls it is uh, time for leaving the yard zach and the professor here on the fan 107.9 first day back at the big actual job it was nice very nice day back now i know you you uh, you're one of those guys getting a little old and crusty but old and crusty i yeah. hadn't gotten the monkey pox yet that no, you get crusty you, with the monkey you pox a little crusty you uh, you're harder to motivate at this stage I have crossed over. You're going to find, you know, this summer the child bride and I, we we had our 37th anniversary. Congratulations. It's an impressive number. It's a big number. I congratulate you you for managing to hang on to her that long. It's like a duck walker number, I'm telling you. (laughs) But anyway, 37, well, you hit a point there in the middle where you kind of uh, butt heads with each other. The honeymoon's over. The salad days uh, have come and gone. In the middle? Oh, yeah, they're in the middle somewhere. Ours weren't really in the middle. Well, I'm just saying there's there's some rough spots. But I've been told by older people you hit a point yeah. to where you really come to appreciate each other. Well, sure. And, then, and we're at that point. Well, that's where I am with the, the day job now. There was a time I had hit a rough spot. I needed to be put out to pasture. And I was for a couple of years, and it really helped my it attitude. It it changed my whole attitude. Yeah. And now I, I'm very touchy-feely. I, I just, I'm, my heart's full of love for the really? young folk. Oh, it no, I, no the, the young folks are never the problem. They're never the yeah. problem. I, for, for folks out there who aren't in education, you may hear stories about, oh, these kids are, t-. they're not. They're no, kids. No. It's never about kids. No, it's it's all about the other stuff. Yeah, it's about the other stuff, but... The kids can can try you at times. So they, well, they, sure they can. So they can your wife. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's what happens. Yeah. But you reach a point to where you don't really care about, you don't worry about that anymore. They try you, you smile at them. Yeah, oh, I'm not, that's, that's not even a that's, thing. No, it is a thing. It, it's very, for I, me, it's not. The uh, kids aren't a thing. I, I think it can it's be. It's this stuff. It's day one. And, and we had a good day today. It was yeah, a we had a day. great day. But I'm not one for. You don't like meetings. I don't like. No, I, I, you I don't wish, like professional development. You wish we just came in and went to work. Give me two days in yes. my room, let the kids in yes. on day three, and let's go. Yes. You don't, that, you I don't want a refresher. No, I don't want a refresher. Yeah. See, it kills my motivation. It's a motivation killer. Yes, I know, I it's know. the blue pill is the motivation what? to get you going. This is the, this is the red pill. This is not the blue pill. This is the red pill can, instead. Can you imagine what the red pill would do to you? <laughs> it's called professional development. That's what it does to you. Well, I, I do agree that uh, there are those 
who uh, don't understand the plight of the classroom teacher and have have not no longer uh, understand, and so they make decisions that aren't particularly helpful to the classroom teacher. I'll leave it at that. But yeah. I will say this: um, there's there, but the, I think you're overlooking kids can try. Oh, but but I expect them to. Yeah. They're 15, 16 yeah. years old. That's what they but, do. But now it's the dance we dance. It's, it's That's like, fine. It's like, did you have any problems with that grandchild this summer? When you did were I have? Oh no, yeah. I hand them off to their, their parents. Yeah, yeah, here you got a crappy diaper. Go, yeah. go, do something yeah. with your kid. That's, your kid's hungry. Do something with but your you kid. All the time, people like their grandkids. Oh, I love, love the grandchild. Them. Oh yeah, it's a great more prefer, than my own kids already. They prefer grandparenting yeah. to parenting. Oh, it's not even close. Well, at this point in education, the kids are basically grandkids. Yeah, that's fine. That's what <laughs> the I'm difference in age is such that they're more like a grandchild. Almost great grandchildren. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> Start thinking about it. It's it could be. It's it could be. in the neighborhood. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I look at it differently now. Yeah. Anyway, we welcome you to the show. It was, it was a it was a good day of uh, starting yeah, off. Well, and, and it's a good day. I, I got to see Dodger Danny. I'd only seen him once all summer. Yeah, I got to see and, him again tomorrow. Yeah, and, and, and uh, tomorrow night he had great news for me that he was willing to work tomorrow, <laughs> do this presentation. So that was good. See, you annoy me more than the kids do. I know I can be. <laughs> old people can be a little annoying. <laughs> You're the worst. too happy. No, I'm too happy. And then. Um, we got to see. I got to have a, a Longhorn conversation today with Ooh. our coworker, Mr. Kyle's, who uh, he is very much on top of most things in, in Longhorn land there. So I well, he's in, given up on the Cowboys, so it's the Longhorns. Well, yeah. He's focused on one thing. If you're going to be a Cowboy fan and a Longhorn fan, it's tough at times. You got to figure out well, at least who, the, who's got the chance this since year. Two thousand five, and and so before <laughs> they get in the SEC. You get yeah. a little bit of a chance yet a to make hope. a run. Well, I don't think they're going to make a run this a year. A run, if you're, but you don't they're say big. that. Lance thinks they are. You got to let them. You got to let them live in that a little. Anyway, bit I got to visit with him. It's always good to see your coworkers you hadn't seen all summer. Yeah. You know, I see you all the a couple time. times a week. <laughs> you're not here that often. Something the like that. So whatever. one of us is it? Whatever. We kind of cross like ships in the night during the mm-hmm. summer, but uh, whatever. Now it's back. Uh, didn't get a lot of football talk at the Orange School today. We didn't get. We didn't hear from the coaches. I didn't. They were working. I didn't really get to talk to a coach today. No, they were working. I, today. I did talk to the new assistant girls basketball coach. Okay. Who uh, is uh, his last name's uh, Threat? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's actually kin to the old seventy sixer. Sedale three, really? Yeah, yeah. he says that's my cousin. Did you, did you get him? Did you get him on? We didn't get him on. Did you get him the, on the show? The basketball coach? Yeah, no. Sedale three. I don't care about the basketball <laughs> coach. The assistant coach of Texas. I don't do anything for me. Sedale well, three does. That sounds like you're using. Some yes, <laughs> that's what we do. here. I think that's how I operate. I that's, say right away. Uh, oh, so you're, you're kind of schmoozing him into it. No. Like, oh, what, what's Sedale doing? No, I like, I wonder if he'd be we, one. We only had 30 seconds to talk, and then the clock stopped, and I had to move to talk to someone else. Oh, yeah. You need to do a better job of uh, continuing to recruit guests. <laughs> I didn't know in the 30 seconds that's what we were supposed to talk you about. You know, we had Quan on the other day, right? Quan yeah. Hampton? Yeah. So we got finished. I, I always send guests a thank you. After we finish, I say, hey, by the way, if you've got TV's number, will you will you ship it to me so I can try to crickets? I didn't hear anything from him since. I don't know what happened. Maybe he thought I was, you know. You didn't get the who dis? 
<laughs> no, I did not get the who this or who that. I didn't get either one. I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm going to have to go back at Quan now and kind of give him the business uh, about it. He's probably busy. Didn't he have an interview right afterwards? He did. He... You're sending a contact, for God's sakes. It's a two-click thing. Wow. Yeah, See, no matter how busy you are. This is what I was saying. You're old and you're crusty. <laughs> I'm not crusty. Speaking of old and crusty, uh, while we are that, young and not crusty is Jackson Cobb. He's coming in here in about 20 minutes. We're going to get to talk to him. I forward to visiting with Jackson. Yeah. It was a good interview. Yes, he's coming in today, so we'll get a chance to talk to him before he I'll tell you what, to Kansas. We, uh, as you said that going out there yesterday, uh, Coach Slayton was still in here, and uh, he had high praise for the young man. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I got so. comments on the, uh, the Coach Slayton interview, too. That's a great interview. I enjoyed it. I don't know how the listeners Oh, no, were. no. They loved him. We're going to have to have him in again. Yeah, he's very animated and fun to listen to. He needs to have a little less coffee when he comes in next time. Nah, he's a little, he's a little amped up. I like that. I understand. I like an amped up coach. All right, well. I don't like a... Laid-back you know, coach? Comatose coach. <laughs> really? Not, I don't think that fires up players. You know, I had to... You, while you're saying that... You're making me think. So I'm, really? I'm on. I'm on. I'm on uh, uh, Twitter today. Oh, you're. I'm on Twitter today. And what's going on in the Twitter this verse? morning? And so during um, the presentation, there was no, 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 no. You can't get any reception in there. No, I got nothing. No signal in there. No. So there's an old golf clip of Vin Scully. Colin, and I can't remember who the golfer's name is. It would come to me if I think about it for a minute. But he's in one of those pot bunkers. Okay. He's deep in. You can barely see the guy. And he's not getting out. And it's about a minute and 20-second clip of Scully calling the guy trying to get out of this bunker. Where he hits it once, it hits the wall. He hits it a second time, it hits the wall. He hits it trying to go the different direction. Hits the ladder. He had to actually have a ladder to get down into this bunker. Hits the ladder, and Scully's just killing it with the things that he's he's saying to describe what's happening. And I got some commenter on this after the clip, going, "Not impressed. Monotone and boring." Well, I told you some people in the new world. Want you being over the top? I lost my crap. Really? I responded. I don't this normally. Vince he's just your hero. I, I don't normally respond. Ninety percent of the time, I don't respond. You got drawn 10% in. Ten percent, I respond. I change. I did. So my comment did you was: Teach him and change his mind. My comment was this. Now and I have to paraphrase it because I don't have it in front of me. And my phone's up there. Um, well, looks like we found the one guy who doesn't appreciate a man with a vocabulary and injecting education and literacy into sports that broadcasting. Very snobbish. And then I said, thank God there's still Jerry Lawler for you to listen to. Wow. And if you're a wrestling fan, you know who Jerry the King Lawler is. Boom. Drop my mic. Really? Send walked away and i was kind of smug about walking away from that really That's you were being said. smug the i whole was time. smug about this one he oh. besmirched vin scully i'm sorry the body's not cold yet some so. people need to be taught a lesson and they need to be taught a lesson well, in a hard way by now i'm sure they're keeping him in a refrigerated oh don't something. don't don't but anyway I had to defend Vin Scully's honor to this morning. I'm so proud. 
<laughs> so proud. Hey, I don't care. You uh, not having it. If memory serves right, you're you're good at defending the honor of others. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> You're a piece of crap. I'm just going to tell you right now. You're going all the way to there. Right? For folks who don't know, I can't even tell you the story. If you know, you know. I'll just do this. If you know, you know. And if you don't know, just be glad we're not retelling this tale. Because it's not worth retelling Got again. Got a new address out it's of the a- <laughs> You just can't leave it alone, can you? You just got to keep going. If I ever want somebody to fit my honor, it's going to be you. Damn right. <laughs> Thank you, Your Honor. All right, it's 13 after. Leaving the yard, Zach and the Professor here on the fan, 107.9. Hey, we want to thank the good folks over at Budweiser at Fast Signs, the Party Factory, the Dugout, Stuart Title, High Tech Signs, all of them. They're our, they're our family. I know, I'm part of the Party Factory. Are you? It's Vodka Thursday. Is that a thing? It is today. <laughs> Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty ILO ISD. At Liberty ILO, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, leopard pride never dies. All right, welcome back. 17 after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Jackson Cobb. Oh, I forgot to go open the door. <laughs> Coming up. Yeah, if he's not, he'll, he'll wait on us. If he's sitting out there, we'll I'll, be there in I'll a few leave minutes. A couple minutes well, yeah. We got people in and out. I'm sure he's all right. Anyway, he's coming up at 5.30. We'll get him on. Excited. Chance to talk. We got people roaming around. I think he's going to be let in. Either way, we'll get him in in a few minutes. Uh, Brittany Griner today. We didn't lead with this. No. We came in second with this. The uh, yeesh. We got people looking at us and laughing at us in the window. The, the Russians lowered the boom on Brittany Griner. Yes. Nine years. Seems a little steep. It's a lot of years. Yes. A little, little cannabis here doesn't get you that anymore. How much did she have? Um, do you remember how much was I she in possession? Remember. I don't know what those little cartridges hold as far as amount, but uh, I'm sure it was not all that much. But, you know, here today, that would get you probably a, a ticket. You'd probably yeah. write a Maybe. check. Maybe. But the, the Russians, uh, I, I think, are, look at it differently and... The fact that she's an American at a time when we're supporting uh, in their uh, invasion of, the, of Ukraine, but we're not surprised by this. I mean, they want it to make it look bad for her, so we give more to get her out. Yes, which is what's going to happen. If they had said six months, Joe might have said, "Ah, eh, she can she can yeah. do six months. Not a problem. We're not trading anything for that. A year, she can do a year. Nine years, we're trading something." Yeah. That makes it more. I wonder what they want. I wonder what they're. What do you? This is is the big question. Because I mean, she she was one of the premier basketball players in the women's game. Yes. So what's she worth? 
It's like a trade. Well, I told you. What you worth? Like Soto's worth four minor leaguers, yeah. all first-round draft they, choice There's guys. a Russian arms dealer that they want returned. He's responsible for the arms that have killed American citizens. Doesn't seem like a good trade. Well, if you're Joe and you are a Democrat and historically African-Americans have voted Democrat, if you're Joe and you've got a member of the, uh, and I always get my acronym messed up, LBGQT, whatever, um, community, um, who tend it's to a vote second Democrat. demographic. You got two yeah. of them now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's WNBA fans, which <laughs> are. A, I don't think you count them too highly when you're looking at. <laughs> Faith's falling in the door here. The I don't know. Faith's you know we got a Facebook live camera here, yeah. Faith. I don't know if you want to do that. Ah, well. okay. But anyway, um, there's a a lot of uh, reason for Joe and uh, his political base to do what they can. To make a move. For Brittany yeah. Griner. Make the trade. Yes. Pull the trigger. Had it been Mr. Trump, the asking price would have been less, I suspect, because he would not have felt the d- pressure. In fact, he'd have probably been more inclined to not make the trade. To not make the yeah. trade. No, it makes sense. Yeah. Nine years, though. Oof. But like you said, you're maneuvering for, what do I get back in return? Votes. Yeah. Well. That's what you get back. I don't know that. Does it really make that much difference for him for votes? I can't see that. I I think it it, it hurts his his possibility to splinter his base, and you try not to do that as a uh, political candidate. I don't know. In his party's base. Either way. Either way, I suspect at some point we'll wake up one day and hear that overnight. Brittany Griner's coming home. Brittany's been. Sent to an airport in Germany in in exchange on the runway. She's on her way back. Yeah. To dominate the WNBA. To be one of the stars. You know, the bigger news, uh, and I think, I would argue today, probably a bigger women's basketball star. Uh, We were talking about, as we went out there yesterday, uh, Becker's injury. Uh, I think... Women's college basketball is more popular than the WNBA. No question. No question. And I think she's on the most famous, most popular, uh, I hate to say franchise, but institution, uh, UConn. And is the best known player at the well, moment in the, the college Well, she's the face game. of yeah. women's college basketball. Yeah. You know how much she made in NIL last year? Oh, gosh. So let's see. UT Lyman are make 50. I'm betting she made ten. Ten what? Ten grand. No, she made a million dollars last year. And Paige Becker's made a million dollars. Yeah. You're kidding me. No, it's estimated she made right at a million last year. Wow. Good for her. Yeah, because and I've mentioned this before that some of these young ladies have a very large following yeah. of other young ladies. Yes. And so they, particularly on social media, do well. With NIL deals. Could you have imagined what Tarazi or Bird or Griner would have made when they were in college if NIL was available to them? And that's why, for those of you who are poo-pooing NIL, this is going to ruin sports and ruin college football or whatever, this young lady that she tore ACL, she's already had a foot injury. She's the best 
college basketball player in America the last couple of years. Even as Most a, recognized. No, she's the best. Well, I don't know about that. No, she's the best college basketball player. When she was a freshman, she became the best college basketball player. She was player of the year. Yeah. So by default, yes. And so and now she's looking at injuries that could completely derail her potential earnings. Yeah, she may never play again. I mean, well, if we're being honest, she and granted, we can do miraculous things yes. with ACLs now, but to be honest with you, she may never this, play again. There's a all possibility that, you know, with an ACL, you right. could re-injure, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I'm just, it's a reminder to all of us. Here she was, the face of women's college basketball, the face of the biggest program in the sport. They were going to have her whenever... UConn was playing anybody. They were going to be a TV game. Yes. Be used to draw people in. She was going to fill arenas on the road. Yep. Because I've seen when UConn comes into SMU and places like that, they fill the place up, and she's the one that does it now. And so, you know, before only Gino got something, and he was well paid for his success. But all those women you named while ago – and keep going. There's a bunch that were even better than Tarazi yeah. and Bird. Those were the ones who made Geno famous. Yes. And back in the day, they wasn't getting nothing. Nothing. And so uh, this, to me, is a reinforcement of why NIL can be something very good. This young lady, if she had to, pardon the pun, limp away from the game tomorrow, she's she's not leaving empty-handed. No. No. And she's put in a lot of work. She's a hard worker. She told them, you know, this week, I'm going to have a hell of a comeback, and I have no doubt she'll put the work in. She'll be next year. But, you know, she she's a quick-moving young lady, and losing a step may make her, you know, more mortal. We'll see. I don't know. It's really a year she's and a half fun. away from the game. She's fun to watch. Yes, she she's is. She's very yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. And I and, hate that the game's not going to have her this year. And that game needs star players. Yes. It's it, it's star player driven. It's, it's, it, it used to be coach driven, but now it's star player driven. And, it, and it's been somewhat team driven. Like you were either Tennessee or you were yeah. UConn. And may, that may have been just but Pat those, or it was Geno. But those days are gone right. because, you know, Pat's not around anymore no. and there's not really anybody out there other than Kim who rivals Geno. And, no. But. So. The, the 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 sport needs faces, and Paige Beckers was that person, was that yeah. face. We'll see if there's a blip or if the game has gotten so strong now and the fan base is so committed that they love women's college basketball, if the numbers will hold this year. I'm a little bit concerned about that, but there's other young ladies out there, so I'm not you know freaking out, but... Good news. You're, you're right about the million dollars. That's that's an awesome thing for Paige to have gotten last Good news. Shocked by that. Jackson Cobb's watching us. Oh. So hopefully he's out in his car waiting for us to come out. And All right. Get him. And uh, by the way, Dalton Hinton's watching a former uh, PG kicker who's now PT. He's a physical therapist now. I saw him post something the other day. Yeah. So he shave from, his head. Don't shave his head. Well, uh, he inherited that. Oh, he's got the. I got you. Got you. Because I it was like, I hadn't seen him in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's his birthright. All right. <laughs> we all have one, so that's all right. No, it's good to see him again, yeah. though. That's an, that's another. Well, yeah. Some of these guys are just they're starting to get out into their careers. Yeah. And it's it's it ages. And he finished up PT school. Good and, job. Uh, he was partying on the. Uh, you know, the Rockets owner, uh, 
Fertitta, who owns yeah, yeah. the Houston Rockets, I, th- I think uh, to celebrate, uh, he was out on his yacht last was weekend. Was he? Yeah. By the way, I got the shoulder thing. I wonder if he can do well, anything about that. Yeah. He can sing you a bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, he won't be the first one to. Let's just do that. All right, we'll take the time out a little bit early. We'll see if uh, Jackson's uh, in the building and uh, get him in here so we can uh, actually spend a little time talking to him. It's about 27 and a half minutes after 5 o'clock. You listen to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on The Fan 107.9. Jackson Cobb. Coming in next, baseball player extraordinaire for the Grove and uh, heading to the University of Kansas. We'll get uh, some more about his comings and goings when we come back. You guys stick around. Here on The Fan 29 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 107.9. Facebook fans, much better looking kid in the seat than the old man that we just booted out of there. Jackson <laughs> Cobb is the face you're looking at, and uh, we appreciate you coming by. Thank you for having me. You look good. You look like you're I, in good shape. You're oh, a little yeah. tanned up. I had I was out there playing summer ball. I got me some sun. Yeah. It's all right. What are you weighing now? In the season, I was about 175. Right. I lost about 10 pounds okay. playing every day. Where's your good Where's your good playing weight, do you think? Well, you're still quick, but you didn't lose what? any power. 170, 170, 175. So you got to put a little bit back on when you get back I'll, to school. Yeah, I'll put a little bit back on. All right. Hopefully about 10 pounds. Yeah, probably that first month. Yeah, that first month, <laughs> I'm going to be grinding. I'm going to be eating a lot, for sure. Now, we say the first month, the first month of the new school, which is the University of Kansas. Yes, sir. Rock chalk. Uh, is that crazy? Yeah, really. It didn't come until, like, 1st of July, I think. So walk us through how this happened. Now, for folks who don't – and we may have to backtrack a little bit to get yeah. you to where we are on, on August the 4th, but yep. you left Pleasant Grove and went where? Arkansas. Okay. And you stayed at Arkansas how long? A semester. A semester, and yep. then Texas you left Tech. there. Okay, so Texas Tech. Texas Tech for a semester. Okay. You're All like right. my daughter. Four <laughs> schools in four years. Yeah. Three, right. three. Three for you. Yeah. Three. All right, so you left Texas Tech after a semester. Mm-hmm. And, and then? Crowder for this Crowder. past year. It was a great experience. All right, explain to everybody because people go, well, is that you? Is that the system? Is that the coaches? Yeah. Explain how crazy college baseball is as far as and trying to find a home that works yeah. for you and works for the institution. Well, I mean, when they say it's a business, they're not lying. Like, I mean, I just wasn't going to get the opportunity that I wanted at Tech, so – and I had already committed to Crowder before I had even went to Tech the first time. Right. So once Crowder played great, I mean, made, made a lot of good friends, coached and staff there. It was amazing. Best coaching staff in JUCO, I think, and uh, got a lot better. So it, it all worked out for the best. How hard is that conversation? Because Crowder's talking to you, mm-hmm. and you say, ah, I think I'm going to Lubbock. Yeah. So and, and then I, you go to Lubbock, yeah. and you come back and say, well, maybe not. Well, me and the coach, uh, we call him Lolly. Travis Lolliman is his name. We had a really good relationship before then because, uh, you know, Arkansas Sticks is around here. And one of their assistant coaches, Tyler Sawyer, it was obviously or already an assistant coach for the Arkansas Sticks. So we had a good relationship. And then he got me with the head coach. And, I mean, I had committed there. And uh, when I told him I was going to Tech, he was like, I mean, 
you know, best of luck to you. Like, if, if something happens, let me know. So he left the door open. Yeah, so All he right. left the door open, thankfully. And then I called him after I was leaving. And I was like, hey, coach, I want to come to Crowder. And he was like, let's do it. All right. Send me the paperwork and everything. Everything worked out. And, and you had a great year. Yeah, I had a great year. It was what, so fun. What made it fun and great? Well, there was a lot of kids that I already knew. There's a bunch of Arkansas kids. Okay. So I knew probably like 10 guys before I even got there. And then right when I got there, like, coach was helping me individually, every kid individually. But what I needed to work on specifically, he would stay after practice, like, help me, like, I'm, like with ground balls. Like, all right, when should I backhand? When should I forehand? Like, what play do I need to make on this ball? And he just kept me going for a couple of months. And then the hitting coach down there, Nick Dowdy, he's really good. So I was just working with them every day. And, I mean, JUCO, you know, you can practice for as long as you oh, want. Yeah. So we just put in the time and the work, and they invested in me, and it showed during the season. And you guys had a great year. Oh, yeah, fifth-place finish in not Grand bad. Junction. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Had a so, second-rounder. So you finish up the year. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's just going to be a restful little summer. Yep. And then what happens? Well, so originally the plan was to go back because I had been talking to a few schools since like March, but nothing really uh, had ever happened. Like nobody pulled the trigger. And then when we got to Colorado in the World Series, I think I was like 8 for 12, hitting 667. Nice. Like went off. A bunch of college coaches were there. So had a bunch of people in my DMs and stuff. And uh started getting some interest more and I was like oh, maybe I'm maybe I won't go back who knows and then I had some couple offers that I was sitting on but I really didn't want to go to any of those schools and then Kansas came calling and then their coach uh their new coach this year was the recruiting coordinator at LSU okay and he was recruiting me to LSU at first and then he got the head job and I really like him a lot his name's Dan Fitzgerald he was at DBU a couple years back which is a great baseball program great baseball yep. program yeah and I mean he knows he knows everything and uh, we we developed a pretty good relationship over the phone, and then they ended up offering me. Talked to the staff, loved it. Had heard a lot of good things from everybody that I had met in the Midwest this past year. So, so how many years of eligibility do you have left? I now? have three. So I'll be and, a sophomore on the field. And is that because you have the extra COVID year, or because you just played one? I played one, so I redshirted, and in oh. hindsight, like it all worked out for the best. Right. Uh, redshirted at Tech, so this past year was my like freshman year. So if you go play two years of Division One, mm-hmm. then are you draft eligible or three years? Three years. So three you got to play all three one. years, or before, or like um, so. Caden Wallace just got drafted from right. out of Arkansas. Right. He's my age. Well, he's twenty one now. He turned twenty one before the draft. So if you're twenty one, you can get drafted. Okay. But if not, you have to wait three years. All right. Mm-hmm. So it's a three year process now. Well, now, okay, so... Two for you now. In, in, no, right now, I can get drafted this next year. Because oh, you're 21. Yeah. Oh, okay, right, right. Because, because I'll be 21, yeah. Okay. And, gotcha. uh I mean, this will be my third year in school. Right. Do you have to travel around with an attorney to keep you... <laughs> <laughs> well, some people have, like, advisors slash agent guys, so they kind of help them out and stuff. But, yeah, pretty much. You just kind of wait and, t- and see who all calls you. Now, we had Kyle Slayton in here yesterday, who's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, used to be up at Nashville. Now he's working with Sticks. Yeah, and uh, as we went out there, he talked to us about you know he loves your game and mm-hmm. all. And my question was, does he project you as a second baseman or a shortstop? I'm going to ask you the same question. Do you project yourself as a second baseman or a shortstop? So that's a tough one. With my like build, like my natural build, I would say second base. Like if I want to make some money, that's where that's where the opportunity is. 
But I think if I keep on, because I played shortstop this whole past year. Yeah. And so that's been I, pretty much your position. Yeah, that's been my position since like high school and stuff. But I needed to get a lot better at it to actually be like an elite shortstop. And I think I did that this past year. So, I mean, I'm going to go first day. I'm going to go to shortstop. That's where they want me to play. Okay. But, I mean, if I get if I switch to that second base role, I won't, I won't be mad. I'll be fine. All right, I'm going to be the best second baseman I can be. And the role of second base is changing at the top level. Yeah. Uh, I know Arkansas yeah. had the kid the last couple of years. Yeah, just a, I mean, we're beginning to see bigger sticks play mm-hmm. that position. It used to be yeah. kind of the weak hidden infielder mm-hmm. type. Yeah, kind of hide your arm stuff. Yeah, yeah no. but now we're seeing some guys who can really rake play yeah. second base. No, absolutely. I like I like second base a lot. Like that's I kind of like it comes second nature to me. And shortstop is like the one that I want to get really, really good at, just so I can make myself be more of a utility well, and like make a little more money play. too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and, and the challenge at second's the pivot. Oh yeah. You know, unlike short, where you're coming across at, at mm-hmm. second, you're going to have to pivot and make that. Is oh, that, yeah. Which do you prefer? Um, I like playing shortstop more okay. because like you're kind of more involved in right. the game. You know, they say shortstop like captain in the infield, but I mean second base. Just I don't even have to like think about anything i just react really yeah i know how to work around the bag real yeah. well a second so that's kind of so you're thing. interchangeable yeah i mean i can i'm throw me at third do that throw so me in the outfit, basically give me a chance and i'll play anywhere in the infield that's not first base exactly as long yeah. as my bat plays and how is the bat now i know you had a great series but how's how, how how's the bat better what about your swing now has gotten better since the last time we saw you a few years ago at pg well honestly my senior year before covid had shut down I was doing like really good, yeah. and then I'm, I mean, I had like five home runs and five. I games. know. Like, Where did that come from? I do. I think it was my knee. Was it? Yeah, my, <laughs> it was my front knee. So I was sitting back a little. And remind more. people, you had yeah. to rehab a knee because yeah. of a football injury. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I mean, I would, I would do it all over again just to play football. Like, I don't regret anything. I just came, went, and did my rehab. Everything was fine. But now, I feel pretty good. You're a young man that. Doesn't mind spraying the ball. I mean, oh, yeah, no, you, you go where the pitch is. Yeah. So I'm assuming you never saw shifts or anything. I did uh, I did in college. Really? This past year, I, I started seeing them kind of like uh, towards the end. And then this past uh, summer ball season, they would all shift me. But they wouldn't shift me poolside. They would shift me oppo. Really? And I was like, oh, that's weird. That's, that is weird. Yeah. And how do you, how'd you approach that as a hitter? I'll hit it. I'll hit it right at him. Like they move the shortstop <laughs> over and they put the second baseman on that side right. of the bag. I'll just put it right between them two. Okay. Or just hit it where they would have been. Yeah, where they would have been. Yeah. Or just you know hit it over their head. How, how long did it take for them to get rid of doing that? Like that's just stupid. He's they did hitting. it one game yeah. and like so like my swing naturally plays oppo, but if I accidentally like am early on one, I'll pull pull it through the four hole where second base would have played, and they're like ah. Oh, why we shift strategy wise major league baseball is talking about doing away with it we've had this debate between us before Mm -hmm. so i'm going to ask you as a guy that plays do you like the ability to have the strategic move if you if you want to to be able to shift against a guy or do you think as a hitter i don't want any shift i want two on one side and two on the other and, and let me hit where i want to i mean the shift has been in in baseball for a long time Mm -hmm. and it's kind of just like been a thing like well, you know that everybody shifts. It kind of just depends what kind of coach you have, if he wants to do that or not. Uh, I don't agree with putting five guys on one side <laughs> of the base. Like, that's just kind of dumb yeah. to me. But uh, three guys on one side, I, I mean, I'm I'm not too 
Like, so are you that, guys kind of normal to me. So are you a guy that says don't outlaw the shift? Let coaches decide what they want to do. Let coaches decide what they want to do, but I would say like no more than three guys All on right. one side. So you got a limit. Yeah, you want to regulate I mean, it. Yeah, if, right. I, if I were to like put a shift on though. I would probably just put the uh, second baseman or shortstop, whichever way you're shifting, like barely on the inside of second base. Gotcha. Like I wouldn't put them all like poolside, like one guy away playing right field. You right. know, like that's the right field. Makes you're no gonna sense. Sh- you're going to shade more. You're, yeah, I'm, a sh- I'm like shading, not shifting. You're a guy you talked about. You can always hit it over their head. The, the modern baseball player. We were laughing about Joey Gallo yesterday. Yeah. Poor Joey. Poor guy. Yeah, yeah but. I know. You can make a living if you can hit the long ball. Yeah, uh, and and you can Nowadays, hit, you sure. can hit two hundred if you hit the long ball. Mm-hmm. It, does that tempt you to bulk up even more? Well, when I went to Arkansas, they kind of tried to do that. Like that's you know, if you ever watched our games, a lot of strikeouts, a lot of home runs. That's the kind of the way they play their game. Right. That isn't my game. I like to spray the ball, hit it in the gaps, like try to stay to the middle of the field. And then if I get lucky and touch one and put it over, like, that's fine with me. Just kind of comes natural. Yeah, it, it's kind of like uh, whatever type of hitter you are. Like, you got to know your own swing. You can't make yourself hit home runs. Well, then you'll just mess your swing up. Was that a high school influence? You feel like that's where that kind of mindset comes from? I mean, Riley wasn't really all about no. jacking the ball. I mean, you no. you could. Yeah. Guys like Caleb did, mm-hmm. but that wasn't necessarily the M.O. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I uh, over the fence. Nobody's going. No. Nobody's going <laughs> mad at you. But did you hear that early from your dad? Yeah, my dad always like. Well, he was a left-handed hitter too, yeah. so he was always like, hit it right over the shortstop. You want to hit it right over the shortstop. So growing up, that was always what I was trying to do. How, how often did you did you hear growing up how good your dad was? <laughs> a lot from him. A lot. Uh, not really. <laughs> not, from from, him. not really. I would think him. it'd be no, the opposite. Yeah. His yeah. friends or buddies yeah. Water yeah, probably told you all the time. Yeah, it's like whoever was like you know watching baseball back then around town. Yeah, they always knew. I mean, he could hit. He's an outfitter though. So it's so. in your genes. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. So. He's an outfitter. Did you hear that? He yeah. was an outfitter. He can't field. Yeah. He can't field. Yeah. All yeah. hit, no field guy. Yeah. 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 He played center field. Yeah. He didn't, well, he, he didn't have a rocket arm or nothing. Oh, he didn't. No. All right. He was fast. Well, give us. You wouldn't believe it now, but he he was fast back in the day. We're in the scout report. Like no, nah, we so, talked about it growing up. So, if you were pitching to him, where would you throw to him? I probably probably start him in low and in, low with and fastball. In. Yeah, and then I'd go backdoor slider. Okay, and then I'd probably come back in, throw a changeup yeah. at his at his front knee. He's done. Make it make it cut back <laughs> he's in done. the zone. He's swinging right yeah. over it. Yeah, That's he's it. done. Three pitches. I'm not oh. throwing him anything outside though. No, anything over the plate, he's gonna hit it that way. Yeah, that's yeah. a good scouting report. Sounds, yeah, I got sounds him. a little like you there. A little bit, a little bit, <laughs> but I can I can adjust to pitches like that. I can okay. see, I can see. Dad couldn't, but I can. <laughs> can't, nah, that's nah. right. He nah. can't bend down for grounders anymore either. <laughs> no, 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 that's anymore. right. <laughs> he str- we struggle playing catch. Oh, see, that's nah, wrong. That's, my guy, that's wrong right nah. there. Tell you, we're gonna take a break. You gonna stick around? Yes, sir. Jackson Absolutely. Cobb's with us. We're gonna talk. We'll talk football a little bit. How about that? Perfect. We got it, some of that. We're practicing. I'm it, sure he you? was. I'm sure. Yeah, I was. We'll we'll run some routes. We'll come back in just a minute. And uh, talk some more. Jackson Cobb with us. Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. 
If you deal with chronic pain due to arthritis or nerve damage, CBD products from Texas Freedom can help. My husband brought this gel home Monday. I immediately put some on my leg and got the first good night's sleep I've had in over a year. I feel like I'm living now instead of just existing on the couch. Texas Freedom 4446 West 7th has non-addictive CBD products made in Texarkana. See the Texas Freedom website or Facebook page for monthly specials. First responder and military discounts for veterans. Texas Freedom 4446 West 7th Street. Twelve minutes till six o'clock. Leaving the yard, Zach and the professor on the fan 1079. Jackson Cobb sitting in with us this afternoon. Uh, great visiting with him. And uh, football practice started this week. Weird timing. Yep. Most of these guys living the dream this week. Yeah. Sweating wish the dream. I was, wish I was still doing it. Wish you were still doing it. Yeah. As not, much not as you love hard. baseball. Yeah, I mean, was, I, I I love both of them. I know you do. They're, they're both really fun. But football ended weird for you. Yeah, but you, I mean, I would have I would have done it again. I know you would have. I would have done it again. Oh, I, well, I know. How uh, much you missed that chance of getting out there one last time and being able to play it through? Because yours ended prematurely because of the knee. Yeah, well, I'm I dude, I miss it so much. Like I don't think about it. Like oh, right. oh I want to play. I want to play. Right, right. But. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have really cared to play in college, but playing with all my boys, like right. we grew up together. I mean, started started that since we were in third grade. How hard like, was watching know. that season? It was hard. I cried like pretty bad after we won. Tears of joy. Yeah, and a oh, little yeah. bit of like, I wish I would have played. Like I wish I could have been out there doing it too. I know. But I mean, all right, g- give us a scout report on the Hawks because we're here and they've got this great junior class. They've yeah. got. A- Kind of they, a two-headed they, quarterback yeah, situation. Yeah. They look pretty good. They but, look pretty good. I have, they, have they got the big boys up front to make it go? Or I see. I, I didn't really see them today because you know they can't even like hit yet. Yeah. So right. they're kind of just like going through plays, working on getting lined up. Literally, I think they were doing a drill today. It was like, all right, as long as you're lined up within uh, five or four seconds, whatever it was, they were literally just breaking the huddle, going and lining up, timing them. All right, come back. You remember those days? Oh, I remember those days like it was yesterday. <laughs> I could have told you everything we went through, dude. Now, like, we hear Josh is talking about opening it up a little bit more. And, yeah. No, and, they are. And, yeah. and so would you have liked some of that instead of the old oh, wing yeah. tee? Oh, yeah. You know I would have, I would have loved that. Would Especially, Ben have liked that? Oh, yeah. Him, me and Sergio on one <laughs> side. Oh, dude. That's deadly. I got an Al Bundy moment going on right here. Here we go. How many touchdowns you would have scored if yeah, only you'd really. have stayed healthy? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, if you don't get hurt, does Sergio have the kind of year that he had? No. Because I don't think Sergio doesn't become the go-to guy unless you're not on the field. Yeah, no, we would have been a two-headed monster. It would have been – I mean, he would have got his, but, but I would have got mine too. Yeah, it wouldn't have been the year he had, though. He, he had a no, crazy, crazy last year. Crazy year, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, crazy year. And, like, we've talked about it before because, I mean, Sergio's one of my best friends. Sure. I mean, he wishes I could have been out there just as much as I could have, but it helped him out a little bit. But, just a little bit, not, and, not much. And that run-oriented offense sometimes, though, it was somewhat easy pickings when oh, yeah. defenses would buy. You got so yeah. many open looks. That's, that what I'm, that's when, how the offense was uh, Until you played Quero and 
Whittington somehow yeah. played the entire. Yeah, he was on me all game. Yeah, played. Still had, still had two catches though. So. Yeah, but <laughs> for as much as we throw the ball. Yeah, for as much as I throw the ball, but it's still that those plays where you make catches, you were taken to the house a lot of weeks. Yeah, and like uh, I remember the two plays actually were busted plays, and I just ran across the middle of the field, we're finding a hole, and Ben would look for me and hit me, and that's what me and Sergio were really good at was finding the holes right. in the defense and getting open. It, like if the play was busted, we would just get open. Ben would be looking for us. It was nice. nice. Yeah, we all had that connection. Can, can can you still get over Whittington's game that that yeah, that, that I mean, day? I'm over it now. I just don't. I don't think about it. I mean, it was stupid. Yeah, it, it was I mean, a it stupid was game. I, I, you know, it's crazy. We've talked about guys we've seen before, and you're too young to know Basil Shabazz at Arkansas uh-huh. no. when at Pine Bluff when he was over there. But what Whittington did that day just it. it it wipes out so much great Dude. stuff that happened that day just because he was unstoppable. I know. It was, I mean, I think he had six touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, he had like state record for yards in yeah, the Yeah. Dude, he had so many state records from that game. Like, I think they had, I don't even know how many yards of offense they had, but was, he, had, he had to have had like 300, 350 yeah. of all of those yeah. yards. And it wiped out your guy, ran for 200. Yeah. Bruce had three touchdowns, yes. 200 yards. Nobody even knows it. Nobody even noticed. It's ridiculous. But those yeah. two, the medal the year before and one after, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it made up for it, obviously. <laughs> but we wish we could have we got three in a row. That Isn't that weird cool. to think? If if Whittington doesn't have a lifetime game, you really yeah. run the table three in a row. If we play any other team, we have three in a row. Yeah. Or if he just doesn't have that game. Right. If we can stop him just a little bit more. As a little guy going growing up and, and going to PG, could you have yeah. ever envisioned – like we're going to state three years in a row because I mean, just it was a baseball school. Yeah, well, our grade was all, all like good at sports and stuff. Right. Like, so we were confident. Like when we were third, fourth, fifth grade, we were like, we don't care how we don't care if they're doing bad right now. We're winning state when we get up. Really? There. Yeah. Yeah. That young we guys always, were talking about it. Yeah, we always. Wow. We always knew. But did like you feel the same way about baseball? And did it hurt when you didn't? Like, yeah. I mean, because. We're growing up, me and because they had one state there, yeah, and yeah. that was the so expectation. That was the expectation every year. So, like, obviously, when we didn't do it, it kind of left a sour taste in our mouth. But it wasn't like a, oh yeah, well, well at least we're good at football. It was like we want to be good at everything. Right. We want to win state and everything. Like, right. I wanted to leave high school with six rings. I mean, I got two, but yeah. oh, it would have been nice to just have win six. every year. Yeah. I, you know, I don't like Argyle. How about you? Nah. <laughs> I think it's a thing. If you're a Grover, you can't like Argyle. You can't. No. You can't. They're moving up now. Right? They're, they're up to five A. Oh, yeah, really? they're number yeah. five in the state. High school five A. Yeah. yeah Their first year luck. there and they're already number five in the state. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> good luck to the other guys in five A or to them. Good luck to them. Yeah. Well, you think so? Yeah. You don't think they they're gonna hang? Man. Nah. I mean they'll 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 do good, make the playoffs. Yeah, I'm thinking Third, good riddance. Three, three, four rounds. Yeah. <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't winning it though, and if they do, don't talk to me about it. I'll be, I'll be mad. <laughs> See, that's my attitude. Yeah, that's no, I, I don't want to hear nothing about it. I respect the heck out of how successful they are, but I, it's I annoying. Yeah. It's you know annoying. what I mean? Yeah, but I mean all good programs. Think about how many people say that about PG nowadays. Too. I know. I know. Uh, quick question. You played travel ball. Mm-hmm sticks whatever yeah you played for a high school coach fincher who i'm sure you have great admiration for oh yeah it's my guy uh what is it tough on kids now to prioritize one or both or are you playing too much what's your view on all that i mean my view on it like 
I feel like I did it the right way. I loved football and I loved baseball and I played both. And I mean, I don't think that if I would have been just straight baseball, I mean, it might, might have would have made a little bit of a difference. Me not getting hurt, but I mean, I still would. If you love a sport, I think you should play it until you don't want to play it. I don't think that like you should prioritize on one sport when you're like, ten years old, like twelve years old. Nah, if you want to, if you want to play basketball, baseball, football, go right ahead. You just know which one is your best one. You know which one you should take a little bit more seriously than the other ones. And not that you're taking the other ones seriously. Just, I mean, if you're playing baseball, you got to be year-round about it. So you just got to work twice as hard or do double. We're, we're about out of time. Jackson Cobb with us. Got about a minute left. NIL's a thing. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it a thing in your world yet? Not my world yet, but pretty soon, hopefully, yeah. Really? Hopefully. we can, I think we might get some team deals down nice. there. Nice. A lot, because it's kind of coming uh, with a lot more programs. Really? So, yeah, as the years go on. So is that kind of what the coaches said? We, we don't have anything <laughs> yet, but we're thinking it's coming? Yeah. They all mention it. Like, yeah, we're getting some NIL stuff lined out. But You excited about that possibility? Oh, yeah, dude. I'm, <laughs> this would be awesome. <laughs> you know, we, 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 we were it. talking coming in. He, he said to me that Paige Beckers made a million dollars as a basketball female yeah. basketball player in NIL stuff, mm-hmm. which boggles my mind. Yeah, that's crazy. That dude from uh, – Doug Edert or whatever from uh, that one school. What was that? What was that one school that made it so far in the March Madness? Uh, just, just a peacocks or whatever. Cinderella. Oh, yeah, Saint yeah, Peter's. Yeah, Saint yeah, Peter's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, got a deal with Buffalo Wild Wings. See, dude, like what? See, I'd have just that's been happy to get free wings if when I was what, in college. That's what I'm saying. Give me free wings. <laughs> well, there's a lot of barbecue <laughs> places up in Kansas. Yeah, you may be able to find some up there. Oh, dude, I'm... Sponsored up. Oh, I'm going to try. Yeah. When I get down there, I'm going to look. I'm going to go in. Hey, That's right. Like, <laughs> Want to get a deal? There What's you up? go. That's Jackson Cobb. <laughs> I got music. We're out of time. It's great seeing you. Great seeing y'all, too. Good luck on the move. Thank you. And uh, we'll watch you uh, hopefully blooming in Lawrence next oh, year. yeah, you will. All right. Kirk and Company tomorrow morning. Roger Billy Lavender will be in here. Well, what's better than that? Dodger Danny in tomorrow. You guys take it easy. Have a great afternoon. We'll see you tomorrow. Here on Leaving the Yard. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty Ilo ISD.